Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis, and I hope all of you are having fantastic Wednesdays. Wherever you may be across this great country or this great land, we have got a lot to dive into, but we begin right off the top with good news for Michigan and Virginia. And already, if you're in Tennessee, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, uh, West Virginia, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Colorado, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, almost Wisconsin, Michigan, and Virginia, you can go sign up right now, fanduel.com slash clay. Michigan is going live at noon Eastern on Friday. That's noon Eastern on Friday. And right now, you can get, I think they just upped it, $100. All you have to do is go sign up if you're a new user and you get $100 to wager with fanduel.com slash clay. Get on it today especially if you're in Michigan and Virginia because Michigan goes live Friday and Virginia will be live soon after that. Encourage all of you to go get hooked up today at fanduel.com slash clay. Uh, Good news. If you are a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs or if you are a fan of just good football and you didn't want to watch Chad Henney playing, Dr. David Chow yesterday afternoon in-depth article where he analyzed Patrick Mahomes' health and makes it pretty clear that Patrick Mahomes is going to play. He said that yesterday afternoon uh, and after his report today reports are that Patrick Mahomes did a part of the practice with the Kansas City Chiefs It appears that he is going to be fine. I'm not going to get into the medical analysis specifically although we'll be talking to Dr. Chow on Friday's program but what I would encourage you to do is make sure that you go read that article because Dr. Chow says the evidence doesn't even necessarily support that Patrick Mahomes actually had a concussion at all. Again, a really good read from Dr. David Chow. I would encourage you to check it out and make sure you dive in But from a gambling perspective the line now is the Kansas City Chiefs minus three. When Mahomes is officially announced this number is probably going to balloon up to four and that means if you like the Chiefs now is a good time to bet. You might even be able to get a few places buy it down to two and a half. Meanwhile if you like the Bills I think the best opportunity is probably to wait because this number goes up to four and you get the Bills plus four so pay attention there. I'll be giving you my gambling picks for the AFC and the NFC Championship games on Friday on the radio program Uh, but I encourage you to go read that article by Dr. David Chow about Patrick Mahomes playing. A couple of other things in the world of football. Phillip Rivers has officially retired after 17 years 16 with the San Diego slash LA Chargers one year with the Indianapolis Colts I believe that Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. I think the most miraculous thing Phillip Rivers did was come back from a torn ACL and play in the AFC Championship games six days after it happened which was utterly unbelievable 
in terms of his ability to perform there. He never got to the Super Bowl. Uh, His teams were always entertaining. I loved his trash talk which was always uh, with clean language uh, and a lot of uh, possibility now for Phillip Rivers to be a voice on broadcast NFL Network uh, activity going forward calling games. A lot of people think he could be as good as Tony Romo. Also, on top of that, uh, Philip Rivers is going to be coaching high school football at a Catholic school down in Fairhope, Alabama. He's got nine kids. I hope he's getting a tuition break uh, on those nine kids. Uh, but I uh, give props to Philip Rivers for an incredible season uh, uh, this year. Pretty good season this year. Incredible career that I believe will end with him in the Hall of Fame. Now, big picture here. What do the Colts do? Where do the Colts go going forward for their quarterback? I'm curious for all of you watching right now if you were the GM of the Colts what would be the move that you would make and who would be your starting quarterback come September in an ideal scenario? I think there's probably a good chance that Jacoby Brissett they go back to Brissett in September because he was such a good teammate with Phillip Rivers coming in for this one year Uh, maybe they're not going to make that move. If they don't go that move I think probably the most likely move they could make in terms of a trade remember how good Carson Wentz was back in the day when he had Frank Reich as his offensive coordinator. If the Eagles are truly going to make Carson Wentz available for trade then maybe the Colts could decide to pair Frank Reich and Carson Wentz back together again We know that the Colts have an incredible offensive line which would protect Carson Wentz to a large degree. Maybe he could get back to the MVP caliber play he had before he tore his ACL when he was the Eagles starting quarterback well on his way to being the MVP. Remember back in the day when Eagle fans were ecstatic and they were running around like crazy talking about how amazing Winsylvania was as they all watched Carson Wentz we will see what ends up happening with the Colts quarterback position but there's a lot of drama in the offseason at the quarterback position certainly in Houston with Deshaun Watson as we've talked about a lot and also in now Indianapolis as it pertains to what will happen going forward uh, with the Colts uh, single caller there now that Phillip Rivers has decided to retire. More football news. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey was on OutKick this morning I would encourage you to go download the podcast. He was our Hour 3 guest. A lot of interesting information from Greg Sankey. We'll be writing it up on OutKick in the near future. You can go listen to that audio if you would like. But a couple of things worth contemplating. He talked about how difficult it was to get the college football season in and completed and about the difficulty of managing all the negative news from the Corona Bros in the sports media. Also, A lot of questions out there about Hugh Freeze and whether or not he was able to be a head football coach in the SEC. Uh, Sankey said that there was no prohibition from the conference at large but that every individual school had a choice to make as to who their coach would be uh, within that context. Now, Tennessee has reportedly eliminated Hugh Freeze from contention based on NCAA issues with Jeremy Pruitt they don't then feel that they can go hire Hugh Freeze 
and bring in somebody else who had NCAA issues at Ole Miss. And so Chad Withrow, one of our newest employees at OutKick has a really good article up breaking down the 10 different contenders for the University of Tennessee job. You can go read that at OutKick.com right now. Uh, First what has to happen is an athletic director has to be hired. Once that occurs then uh, the uh, real search for the next football coach at the University of Tennessee will commence and I'm on the record and I told you guys and I believe that Tennessee is going to have really good options and that they are going to end up with a very solid coach going forward. So, uh, but that's an interesting interview I would encourage all of you to go check out with Greg Sankey on OutKick. By the way, we haven't done a wins and losses in a while. I've been so busy with football season it's been hard to find the time. But one of the most popular uh, interviews that we have done was with a man named Ovik Roy who is a uh, medical doctor uh, went to MIT and then went to I can't even remember Yale Medical School I think I'll have to ask him again. But he talked all about COVID the impact before sports came back on what was going to go on Uh, And my wife in particular but a lot of others of you as well have asked to hear from him again now that there's a vaccine out and kind of get a read on how things are going uh, in that universe from his perspective. Brilliant guy. You guys loved our last conversation and I am taping with him tomorrow and that will go up as a podcast exclusive as a part of the Wins and Losses podcast network Uh, on probably Thursday afternoon tomorrow. So just giving you a heads up on that. Uh, Controversy that will not die. Did you see this? Carly Lloyd is now being criticized for standing for the national anthem as a member of the U.S. women's soccer team. We have gone so far down the rabbit hole that it is now more brave to stand for the national anthem than it is to kneel. And this is all just so absurdly ridiculous. The battle for woke sports fans has extended now to the point where even if you are representing your country it is now uh, considered to be by many offensive to stand for the national anthem. And I keep thinking to myself when is all of this woke insanity going to end? And I think the answer is it's never going to end. Until the woke revolutionaries have to turn on each other and I actually think that might happen sooner rather than later now that Donald Trump is out of office and the woke universe's great Satan the worst human being in the history of mankind in their perspective is no longer in office who are they going to be mad at? Who are they going to be angry at? Sooner or later they are going to get angry at each other that is my theory and I think you're going to see like a snake eating its tail all revolutions turn on each other eventually and I'm fascinated to see if the battle for cancel culture will now turn internal in left-wingers and I'll probably grab some popcorn and enjoy it if it starts to actually happen but props to Carly Lloyd crazily for actually being able to stand uh, and willing to stand for the national anthem while representing the U.S. women's soccer team. All right. This stuff is phenomenal. My wife is using it. She said it's the best health shake she has ever had and she's a lot healthier than me and what we've got right now is a True Fit plant product Uh, and it is chosen as the best protein powder by GQ in 2020. 
Uh, Big-time validation by GQ who considered all of these different protein powders to see which one was the most healthy. And it is absolutely fantastic. My wife loves it right here. A bunch of different flavors. This is the plant-based product. Okay? And it's incredibly healthy if you're looking to get in better shape and lose weight with a meal supplement that doesn't make you feel awful. This is your choice. I've had it. I absolutely love it as well but I trust my wife's opinion on this a lot more because this probably isn't going to shock you. She's a lot healthier than I am and she's tried all these different healthy products. These are former college athletes that have designed it. They've been eating these protein shakes for a long time and they wanted one that tasted great that was organic and you can get hooked up right now. You can go for a limited time. This 20% off deal ends at the end of the month which is why you need to go right now to rspnutrition.com slash clay. If you go there right now use the promo code CLAY you will get 20% off. That's my name C-L-A-Y only through the end of the month again rspnutrition.com slash clay for 20% off. This product is fantastic. I am using it myself. How do you think I've ended up in such incredible physical condition it's not an accident. In all seriousness though my wife is in incredible physical condition like the 99.9 percentile uh, for women especially of her age with three kids for God's sakes and she swears by this absolutely loves it when this new flavor this plant-based True Fit when it arrived at our house she was ecstatic to try it out. It was even better than she anticipated. She loves it. You will too. Uh, All right. Uh, So the inauguration I watched the inauguration uh, as uh, I'm sure many of you did. I know many of you did not as well. Uh, What happens now? Joe Biden is officially the 46th President of the United States. I'm left with several different questions but the primary one is is Joe Biden going to fulfill his promise to be the President of all America or will we end up even more in internecine basically civil war red America blue America? I hope that Joe Biden will govern very reasonably from the middle centrist part of the, of, of the political landscape. I'm not sure what will happen candidly and I don't think anybody really knows what will happen. But I'll say the same thing about Joe Biden that I have said on every inauguration day for every president uh, as long as I have been an adult. I'm rooting for the president to do well. I would like for the president to be liked by 70% of the population. Back in the 1950s Dwight D. Eisenhower had a 90% approval rate in the United States. I think the odds of anybody being much above 50% in the long runs are low but I'm holding out optimism that maybe there can be a Ronald Reagan-like aspect to Joe Biden's presidency where he's just kind of a decent guy and he doesn't really rattle things too much one way or the other. I voted for Donald Trump. I laid out for all of you why I voted for Donald Trump. Uh, I would prefer that Donald Trump have been inaugurated for a second term today. But one of the things you have to learn is you can't allow politics to overtake your life. My business is going to be successful no matter who the president is or else I'm not doing a very good job running my business. My radio show is going to be successful no matter who the president is. My career needs to be successful no matter who the president is and so does yours. And so I feel like there are so many people out there that have become social justice warriors or the opposite and have become obsessed with politics in this social media age because they're rewarded 
for extreme partisan takes and it drives people crazy because my audience has skyrocketed by me just being totally reasonable. There is such an absence of reasonableness in this country that just being a reasonable guy, a rational guy, has allowed me to actually dominate in terms of my audience. We grew more as a company than I bet any sports media company in America and that's because I'm not lecturing everybody all the time on how awful you are or how awful this person is or that person is. I'm just trying to be reasonable Uh, and I'm trying to apply precedent no matter what just like a judge would. Just like a, a good Supreme Court justice would use your arguments to fulfill existing precedents and be consistent whether Republicans involved the Democrats involved and Independents involved white, black, Asian, Hispanic it doesn't matter gay, straight, male, female treat everybody the same. And it's such a radical revolutionary idea that I think there's a great demand for it and that's what I try to do with my perspective every single day. So the bigger issue here I think is what's the news going to do? Now that Donald Trump is gone and now that Donald Trump has been banned from all of his social media accounts it's hard for him to make daily news. So I suspect that there will be a massive decline in the amount of attention that people are paying to the news because the Trump show at least for now is over and it was a ratings dynamo for Fox News for MSNBC for CNN. And given the fact that COVID seems to have peaked again in the winter and now begun its decline and there are millions of people being vaccinated It's amazing to me I probably shouldn't be surprised because now we're at Inauguration Day but Democratic mayors and governors are now making the decision to open up their state. I saw today Baltimore is opening up the city of Baltimore. They announced it today literally on Inauguration Day. City of Chicago is opening back up in many ways. Uh, The state of New York is opening back up. All of these Democratic enclaves either cities or states are now suddenly coming around to the argument that I've been making since April is with lockdowns don't work and we can't shut down our economy and the overall impact if you look at the data does not in any way make us safer meanwhile you're destroying the economy. That's why I've been arguing for a long time the data supports the decisions being made by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. If you go look at their COVID numbers and compare them let's say with New York and with California not only for the number of infections and deaths per capita but also for the overall unemployment rate as well as which kids are in school and which kids are not Florida and Texas have been the best of the big states at handling COVID. New York has been the worst and California has been the second worst. That's data. That's not me trying to make any kind of partisan argument. That's me looking at basic data. So I hope that basic data will govern and the party that claims it cares about science will recognize that there's no scientific justification for kids not to be enrolled in person in school all over this country and that people will stand up to the school boards and the teachers unions and say if you want to be paid you got to be back to work right now. No more of this remote learning. We've destroyed a year of schooling for our kids and the kids that are going to suffer the most are the most underprivileged. The kids who could afford Uh, at the least and we need to get back to a form of normalcy there. Uh, So I hope that that is what will end up happening with Joe Biden. Like I said, I root for the president to be successful and to be liked by a majority of the country whether you're a Republican or Democrat. Considering he's only a one-term president 
I hope that Joe Biden will have the spine to make decisions not about getting reelected because I can't imagine he's going to run again at 82 uh, but about finding a way to try to uh, govern the entire country in a way that everybody benefits instead of allowing the radical left wing to take him hostage and lead us astray in that way. Uh, finally, I am fascinated by the streaming wars. You guys know this. All the different battles that are being fought uh, as we move from a cable and satellite industry. I was just talking about all the challenges that the news uh, networks are going to have uh, as they deal with collapsing subscriber numbers in a new era. Uh, and Netflix has now hit 200 million worldwide subscribers which is an incredible accomplishment. Reed Hastings is their CEO. When he hit 100 million subscribers he went out to dinner by himself at Denny's uh, and now that he hit 200 million he had Denny's shipped in because uh, the restaurant is closed to celebrate with 200 million subscribers. What I wonder is where is the ceiling on these streaming services? Netflix is dominating everybody right now. Disney Plus is in second place. Where is the ceiling for the amount of subscribers they are going to be able to one day cap out at? I'm a Netflix subscriber. The stock is up massively today. Uh, I'm also a Netflix shareholder. Have been for years uh, and that stock has obviously done very well also. Um, so I am curious to see exactly how it shakes out but it hit an all-time high. That company did. In fact, I was going to tell you how big the Netflix company has become. Let me look at my stock charts here. It's kind of wild to just see how big they have gotten. The stock was up $85 today as the stock market is about to close. Nearly $260 billion. Billion with a B on market cap for Netflix. Pretty incredible to see what uh, they have been capable of uh, and uh, I am curious to see how they do uh, going forward from here. I appreciate all of you. Michigan and Virginia, listen to me. Go get signed up right now. FanDuel.com slash Clay. You get $100 for doing it and that also goes with Tennessee, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Colorado, Virginia, and Michigan. 10 different states now. 20% of the United States population just from a perspective of states can now gamble online and you can sign up and get $100 free for gambling on the world of sports at FanDuel.com slash Clay. I love all of you. Get your true fit as well at RSPNutrition.com Use the code Clay for 20% off only through the remainder of the month. This has been Outkick the Show. I'll be live on television. Hope you enjoyed me last night on Fox News. Who's the hardest working guy in media? This guy. Be live at well I think we're live later today but we're on Fox Bet Live. Appreciate you guys making Fox Bet Live. So far this week knock on wood don't want to jinx it the best week for viewership that we've ever had at Fox Bet Live. I hope you guys help continue that at uh, FS1. I am Clay Travis. This has been Outkick the Show. DBAP unless you need to SBAP.